Hi, everyone. If you want to get lit with us, then the next book that we're going to be reading is the second book in this trilogy by R.F. Kuang called The Dragon Republic. So put that in your eyes or ears, however you want to do it. And as always, support your local libraries and bookstores. Damn right. If you feel like um, that you want us to read something or have some questions about what we do, suggestions for little lit episodes, anything like that, you know, get in touch with us through our Twitter or, or Gmails. Um, and also, if you ever feel like doing so, is super helpful just to subscribe to this, to leave a review. Anything like that is uh, that helps us have uh, more of an audience. It will always be useful. And as always, first thing and most important thing, tell a friend. We really appreciate you, too. We really want friends as well. We really need friends, too. Well, we don't need them. Well, you do. Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. We can we can grab you a thirty year old pillow to put behind your back. Actually, not thirty. I guess it would be in your thirties. Your old pillow. You've you've lost me completely. What? What? Oh, you mean like an like an actual, like your pillows are thirty years no, old? No, I don't have a thirty year old pillow. I have I, I a pillow a pillow for my for my aching aching body. Obviously, yes. Um, you're middle age now. I mean. If I, if I get another 39, uh, 39 years in me, I guess that would be probably on the lucky side. What would that make you? Fucking come on. 39 plus 39? That's the, 78. There it is. There it is. Quick, quick math for a quick girl. Lit major. <laughs> yeah. Lit and a math major. No, everyone always forgets that I was a math major, which I think is so weird. I have never forgotten that once in my life because it's not fucking true. <laughs> I did take one math class. Um, it was called Stupid Stats. I mean, it wasn't. We just called it Stupid Stats. Stats, is, basically... stats is an incredibly useful class, though. Like that. Like, like that. Honestly, is like to, to have an idea of what like you know an n is. Like to understand what like small sample sizes are and things like that. Like it's not the worst thing in the world for people to understand. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Uh... <laughs> I still don't, and I never will, and I don't. I refuse to fucking learn it. So this is lit. lit. The podcast where we don't ever do math. The podcast where I our refuse. promise to you, our promise to you is that Danny will not do math on this podcast. I well, I mean, I promise that I won't do math quickly. Okay, that, uh, that's right, that's right. Anyway, but this podcast is really about reading books sober and talking about them drunk. And my name's Danny Burford. My name is Andrew Kleeman. No way. True story. You haven't... Wow, it's the same name. Uh, anyway, and this week we are starting our trilogy for the year. Or Have you already read for a trilogy this year? For the summer. Yeah. Sorry. We've, we're starting our summer trilogy. We usually do one in the uh, summer and one to start the year. We started the year mm-hmm. with hu- the Hunger Games, uh, which some of you may or may not have listened to. And mm. uh, then we also did... Or we are starting uh, uh, this one right now, which is... The Poppy War by R.F. Kuang. Yes, uh, this was. I, if I, how would you describe this like briefly? I mean, I, 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 I can do it. Obviously, I'm just wondering if you have a different take on it because I, I heard like, just like everything from like Chinese. I heard steampunk, which I, which like, which I don't know if I fully agree. Oh, with, I don't but, think it's steampunk yeah. at all. 
Uh, I will. Okay, so I kind of can see where they where they would bring it. Where they explosions might. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need for steampunk. It's just a few well, explosions. Well, th- think about it this way: like, like if, if you're transformers if, would be popping off in steampunk. Then. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on, hold, on, hold on. I'm not saying that all you need for steampunk is explosions. I'm really saying that if you have a general fantasy setting and you add some kind of like gunpowder mechanisms or something like that, then I could yeah. see I could see someone lazily ascribing steampunk to it as a, as like a genre or something like that. Or it some, it, a, do, a, a it does come across. It does come across as like not as high tech as we are currently. So there could be some steampunky. App- apparatuses in it but i don't i wouldn't necessarily i would say that it is um i would say that it is chinese lore high fantasy i would argue on the high definition but yes i i i I, I do well you don't know what kind of high i'm talking about (laughs) well actually in this book that does make that 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 is very fair uh and i would say that it's geared so i would say that it's geared towards ya but you don't necessarily need to be a youngin to read it. I would think yes. it's. I think it's YA that trusts its readers, as like its genre. But what? How would you? What would? What would be your two sentence synopsis? Um, a young girl named Rin uh, is admitted to the most prestigious military school in her country. That is mm-hmm. very clearly modeled after China, and um, she is catches on fire. <laughs> and she tries to learn how to become a good soldier while also struggling with the with the fact that she's learning that there is more to the world than simply what we what we currently know and all that is cut short to a degree when her country is invaded and the third poppy war uh, begins the other two being historical uh, at the time of, of the book and they are explained uh, in, in full uh, in, in the exposition of, of it did you like it? This was a you pick. Ooh, I was it me? Was it me pick? I mean, I, I definitely. Yeah. I, oh, I, I'm definitely the one that brought it up. I'm. Um, All right. So I guess we can say it was a group pick, but you were the one that. Well, I, so what happened was I, I, it was on my radar for for a minute. I found out I'd found out recently or realized recently that it was actually finished, and then I mentioned it to you, and you said that it was on like uh, like Book Talk or something like that, right? It was on that, book that, talk. that you'd seen it a bunch there, so that was why we yeah. ended up like selecting it. Um, so it was me. No, no, it was it was it was a group it was, it was a group effort. Um, but um, I love when I love when we collaborate, you know, when we really come together. And, you know, when we when we collaborate on this podcast that we always do together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. collaboration really helps as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, I am torn because oh. I liked aspects of it, and I do agree that it is fairly YA ish at, at at the very least at the beginning, um, in, in like with the school and everything like that. Um, I have to say though that the last like you know 75 to 100 pages the, the ending of the first book wasn't a huge fan of that um and we can discuss okay. what we can discuss why as we like kind of go through it. i don't want to jump right to that because if and, you know if anyone's listening to this and haven't read this book then we'd like to give something of a background before we get there but yeah i had some trouble with just the direction of it and that was more of a i don't love where she's going with this as opposed to she's not executing what she's trying to do is that fair yeah, that's fair. So is it because you're not necessarily the biggest fan of how YAs are set up, do you think? Because a lot of YA, and this is something that... I, okay, well, to, first off, I really liked it, but this is also, mm-hmm. like, my shit. Like, I really do enjoy YA. Yeah. Um, 
And I thought that this YA... I, I do agree with you, though, for the last, like, 75 pages, I was kind of like, oh, I can really, I know where this is going. Yeah, same. Like, I could kind of see it, um, and I could kind of, like, see what was happening with that, but other than that, like, I don't know. Well, let, well let's, let, let's, let's, you, you like that I'm, like, kind of on the fence, and, and, but not, I, I should be clear, not so on the fence that I'm saying that, that no one should read it or anything like that, and not that I'm, like, dreading the second book. Um, like, when we read Shadow and Bone for this, like, summer trilogy last year, like book one, I was out. Like I knew that was gonna be like a, sh- yeah. a fucking slog to get through, and I, I was not like looking forward to reading the rest of it. This, I'm, I'm, I'm I am so curious where where she goes with it and what the next level of the story is going to be. Um, so this is not uh, me saying like no thumbs down, don't read this. This is like trying to give some actual like sincere level of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we, why don't we, like, why don't we start getting into it a little bit and then like we can, we can come to the end and, uh, when we, or when we get to the end, we can discuss a little bit about like why I might feel that way or why we both might feel that way to a degree. Yeah. Can we talk about the YA aspect of it really quickly? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and I, I like had posed this to you before I had told you that I liked it. Uh, like, so for YA for me, I like the first like, Hundred pages. I like. I like the first like two hundred pages of this book. Honestly, sure. I think that there is an aspect of YA though that becomes um, very uh, routine. So like yes, they, yes. there are there are certain milestones that you have to hit in order, not like in order for it to be YA, but if you're inviting like a certain subset of like adolescence yeah, <laughs> into yeah. your storyline there are certain like milestones that you want to hit with them that are like, Oh yeah. Like I can relate to that. Like I remember when that happened. And so I'm curious for you when you don't like the last like 100 pages or like whatever, 75 pages. And I know that we'll talk about like why or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but do you think that has, do you think that has like a somewhat, somewhat to do with like the arc of a YA? I think that that might be it to a degree, um, but I think it's more about um, it, it's more about like taking a main character to a place that I don't necessarily feel that they were brought to. It feels more okay. like the author was kind of pushing them there. Um, and like so the first if we talk mm. about the YA aspects of it the first like you're you're right well basically let's let's say the time at the school the time at the school is roughly like 200 pages um or yeah. or, or or in the build up to getting her to the school as well I should say mm-hmm. um because uh, Rin comes from a very um um poor family or poor area her family is opium smugglers and and dealers so they might not she's be super poor she's been adopted into that family yes and she, she was a war orphan because there have been three there have been two poppy wars previously a orphan oh a orphan as some might call them as you just have um just, no, no big well, deal. It wasn't used in the book. Yes, you're coining a term here. Um, yeah. She so the basically what this is this more or less mirrors uh, Chinese and Japanese uh, history. It is not dead on. Um, I am not. I'm decently versed, but not like perfectly. So I'm not trying to make any larger claims about this. Other than like it clearly that those are the, those are the guardrails that you're working working with. Mm-hmm. And she is from a you know poor and rural part of china there is a a, a countrywide um exit uh, or entrance exam to schools and she not only wants to get into a school so she can escape um her eventual just kind of life of crushing poverty um and marriage to someone she doesn't want to be married to uh, yeah. that, that, that her drug lord family is setting her up with 
um, but also she wants to get into the best one. She wants to like absolutely like make sure there's no this chance she, competition and like make sure that she has no chance of ever going back to where where she's from and everything like that. She needs to she needs to do as well as she possibly can, um, and she does. She 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 completely studies around. She basically goes through like self abuse in order to like you know motivate herself to get that far, mm-hmm. and um, manages to test into the uh, best school in the country. I will say. I, when she was testing into the school and she was talking to her tutor and she was yes. just, I mean, not just, but she was memorizing every single book instead of learning. Yes. Uh, I thought, I think, I think that what this book did a really good job with is looking at standardized testing. Oh yeah. And how much it fucking fails. Yes. It almost, this book kind of almost seems like an entire retaliation against standardized testing. <sighs> That, and that, yeah. like, you need to learn by doing as opposed to learning by just, like, taking tests and answering the right question. Yeah, and also, in case anyone was wondering, like, what we, what, what Danny might mean by that or what I will very clearly mean by that, the SAT, the ACT, and all that is absolute horseshit. And, oh, and, yeah, and, I mean and that it, it's, 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 it's incredibly uh, um, elitist because – and what you'll say is, like, well, what about people that get 1600s and they get into – or I don't even want the scoring is for SATs anymore, but it used to be 1600 was a perfect score. You get into – basically, you can punch your ticket to – almost any school you want to go to with that yeah um so why is that a bad thing because you can you can test from anywhere it's like well technically theoretically you can just like theoretically anyone has the american dream and they can become you know a millionaire and shit like that um the structural aspect of it though means that if you are come from money then you have been studying for the sat and the act since you were what 10 years old at the at the the youngest probably um or also just like and i think beyond even that there's um another understanding that if you come from that kind of privilege, like you're just going to do well. So there's an expectation and there's not even, there's no one putting it into your mind of, Oh, like don't even like, why even bother taking it? Like why even bother doing this kind of stuff? Because it's so ingrained. And this is what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what you do the same with. Like, it's just what you do. You just go to college. It's just what you, it's just like a path. Yes. And you and I have been pretty adamant. I mean, maybe not like the most recently because, not not that we have like stopped being adamant about it, but I know that we've talked about it on past podcasts. We haven't put it on wax recently, is what you're saying. Yeah, yes. of just how stupid the idea that you need to obtain a hundred twenty thousand dollar four year yes. education in order to make a living and in order to make like a successful attempt at life. Yes. Well, but this, is all, this is all about like uh, uh, tracks in life. The tracks that you yeah. be, that, that that you uh, put get put on grip and rivet, baby. What are we drinking? Uh, I feel like I haven't opened up a can of beer on this. I was gonna say, I think you've been doing wine or like uh, mixed drinks. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, so I am currently in Reno, Nevada. Fucking, let's go smallest little what biggest little town in the world there city it is. in the country. All right, you're fucking um, this up already. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm drinking, uh, it's Tahoe-style blonde ale. It's called Truckee Blonde, and it's from 5050 Brewing, which I believe is in Truckee. Where is that? What is that? Who is that? Truckee, so the Truckee River runs um, basically through California and Nevada, and uh, it's fucking beautiful. But Truckee is like a very small little town um, that has like a ton of really awesome breweries and distilleries in it and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know why it's become like this like mecca 
for it recently. Um, but they do some cool stuff, and it's like it has a really cute kind of like cowboy town. Gotcha. I, I legit wonder if it's like water quality or something like that. But it might be. Yeah. I mean, like the big push for like especially Lake Tahoe, like keep Tahoe blue, and the amount of money that they fucking. I mean, thank God that they poured into that mm-hmm. and all of the rest of the, you know, water systems in California, Nevada. We got to try and keep what we got. We don't got much. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, which is, and all this is incredibly pertinent to uh, Chinese themes, why, why I fantasy as well. Um, I Yeah, I, I guess like getting back to this, like, and, and we'll just like end this like little sidebar here. But like the idea is basically that um, if you are rich and well off then you have you you're prepared for this test you are basically expected yeah. to do fine in this test at the you, like you have a baseline setup where you're already gonna be successful and basically just like how far you get ahead of, uh, of everything else uh, and, and and so someone can use this system uh, to come out of from nothing into this world but as Rin finds when she arrives at the school um arriving into that world of of, of privilege is of course not um the easiest thing for someone to do if they are not if they were not born part of it I will say that now that I've read my fair share of YA, that I I can't I now when like I'm thinking back and that we've I've, we spent a lot of time not really we don't really really read all that much YA. Mm-hmm. We've read like a couple of series, and I mean like actually most of our series have been YA now that I'm thinking about it. But that's I feel like typically because YA keeps it to like a three part series. As yeah, opposed that's to fair. like adult fiction, and, and, and also I should I should say that like almost the reason for that is that I've read a lot of fantasy, and so we that, are, yeah. that our, our pickings are not. It's not like there's nothing out there. Of course, there's plenty of fantasy out there that we could read, but like finding mm-hmm. finding stuff that I have not read of the that's supposed to be like really high build and shit like that is at least a little yeah. Bit difficult. Yeah, exactly. So I do see now how this is very similar to like the Hunger Games. Oh, for sure. Is, yeah. Very similar to even, unfortunately, Shadow and Bone. Uh-huh. How this like that it has that same those same milestone qualities. Well, there's 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 tropes that are built in here, and like I'm I'm not I wouldn't be lying I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit sick of uh, some of them. Um, like the um, uh, the the academy, the outsider who you know doesn't doesn't fit in has to fight our way through uh, you know to get to you know to, to stay alive in the school. Um, uh, the eccentric teacher who kind who uh, who eventually shows some interest in her and takes her under her wing like this also i know you ha- i don't think you've read patrick rothless right um no uh that it, it, like this does smack a little bit of like king killer chronicles as far as like some of the 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 things now granted i think those are just larger tropes generally speaking mm. but they do ring in my mind a little bit from how uh from how they're presented here um yeah but that being said i do think uh kong does a good job of actually using them i think that like the that even though some of it is relatively typical, it does work. It, it more or less flows forward. Um, I found myself liking um, Jiang, uh, and also uh, my my apologies if, I, if my pronunciation is off uh, for for any of these things. Like I could easily be fucking some of these names up, and sincere apologies for that. Yeah, we I like looked up the names and the pronunciations, and a lot of them are just like made up. Yes, names, for sure. Yeah, They're... but with obviously a lean towards like Chinese pronunciations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're doing I, our best. <laughs> we're doing our best. Yeah. We're, 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 we look, I looked up every, like all the names and how to pronounce them. Yeah. And they were like, do you mean this name? And I was like, no, <laughs> there's two letters different. <laughs> damn it. Like it's, it's, it's don't do this to me. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I do, I did like, um, like Zhang. I thought he was an interesting character. I think that um, part of, 
why I, like I like I liked his his role in the book, even though he is again relatively tropey eccentric teacher, but also secretly interesting and powerful. Um, you know, the her her kind of ticket into a larger world than just what the school is, because she's there to yeah. be a she's this is a military school. She's there to become a military citizen um, of her country and to you know be a battle leader or or or, or theoretically a general. That this is going to be harder because of her low birth, as far as those kind of things go. But theoretically, at least, um, uh, meritocracy would put her in decent spots, if not very good spots, if she does well in school. When did you start being able to, like, call where the story was going to move to? Do you think it was, like, because I thought the school section of it, as tropey as it was, I yeah. thought it did a pretty okay job. Also, like, there are a lot of really brutal moments, too, which, for me, kind of takes it out of the traditional YA, mo- like, yes. like, idea. Because there are some, like like brutal fucking moments and it's pretty graphic like like kuang does a really great job of graphic detail of these horrific crimes also like the like the horrific like the fact that's i mean i can think of some pretty insane and bad shit too but there's some shit in here i was like how did you think of this well i mean there's i i i'm not i'm not saying i got it like super early but because this is modeled to a degree on japanese and chinese conflict um there's uh, there, there there was a basis from from uh, from here a while ago like when i when i when i realized that we were talking about the um uh, like the poppy wars were essentially um the precursor to a full-blown like japanese invasion of china um that was pretty brutal in actual history like incredibly mm. brutal in actual history and um there are I, I, I still remember, I think it was the 2014 World Cup. I was in a random uh, Chinese restaurant in Cambridge waiting to, uh, like, waiting for a pickup order. And, you at Zoe's? Uh, no, it was um, uh, Guangzhou, I think, uh, down, the, the one that's, uh, that, 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 well, actually, I think, I think it just closed recently, but it was on uh, Cambridge Street just down uh, from, like, All-Star Pizza Bar and whatnot on that same like, oh, side okay. of the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Orange Awning. Anyways, um, they... Uh, Japan was playing on on, on, on TV, and I was I, I I don't know if I was just watching it or if I had made any kind of remark about like because I like watching the Japanese national team play at least at that, at that time. And a woman just went in on like Japan, like as a people, as a culture, as the history and everything like that for a minute. And I was like, not that this is surprising exactly, but sometimes you have to be reminded that like, wow, there are actual like very very legitimate um, strong feelings about the oh, things yeah. that happened over history and. Uh, I, it comes from a place of privilege not to think about that sometimes. And um, point being, um, that is kind of why I saw it getting as brutal as it did. Um, mm. And um, what I think that that uh, Kong does really, really well, though, um, and this is related to what you were just talking about with the, with the brutality, um, it's not just like mindless brutality or like violence for the sake of violence, because there are other stories that I've read that are incredibly violent and um, dark, Um but it's just the author like telling you over and over again how dark things are. Um, I, 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 there's there's a series called The Warded Man by Peter Brett, um, which is like innovative. It has co- it's cool magic ideas and has some like um, uh, like good history to the world. But it's just him hammering home over and over again how dark and dismal everything is and how hopeless everything is. And instead of actually having some kind of like storytelling ability, like inner monologues, character work, and things like that that make you feel that way without it being 
beaten into your head with a text over and over again. Yeah. I think that while her shit is brutal, it still comes across as personal and like actual and not mm. just kind of cartoonish style. Oh like, yeah, for the, sure. Like the Hunger Games, like I think does a good job of building some characters there, but it also gets a little cartoonish with how violent things get, especially in the, the arena itself. I think yeah. this book does a good job of really kind of grounding that and making it realistic. I think also what this book does a really great job is are the responses to the brutality. It is the, mm. because the Hunger Games, not that like I think that these are the same book or by any means, but sure, like, sure, the sure. Hunger Games, the responses to the brutality was very much like, well, that's kind of how it was. Like, yeah. that's just how life goes. There wasn't like a guttural kind of like, oh my God, I, that that just fucking happened. <laughs> yeah. There was no, Hey, this is fucked up. Yeah, there was no like big remorse. The only one I can think of is like Rue, but even that was like, yeah. quick and yes but with these it's like you have this brutal act that's happened and then you have at least like a page of holy fucking shit like that was ins- how could people think to do this, this yeah is ins- like there was i think there was a good balance of that which made it i mean obviously it was based off of historical events but i mean t- that i just found out about <laughs> uh but I mean, I thought I just found it. Like, I knew that that happened in history, but like, yeah, I, I hadn't, like, equated that to this book. Uh, thank God I knew that that happened. Like, thank God I'm not that out of touch. If Yeah, if, if you... Uh, by the way, what I'm, what I'm primarily referring to is uh, the Nanjing Massacre, or also known as the Rape of Nanjing. Um, it's... That 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 they that, even use that term in the book. That oh oh really? I, I honestly yeah. I didn't, honestly didn't clock that. Um, that yeah. But oh, we'll, 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 and we'll get to we'll get to this part of it in particular. But that's what uh, the um uh, the golden uh, I don't know, I'm I'm pronouncing this wrong. I'm sure, but the golden uh, niece um like that's that was basically modeled after. Um, and knowing that that was part of the model uh made me kind of certain something like that was coming along the way yeah. and, and and so that's kind of where like why, why i went that direction but i anyways. really want to i really want to get to um and we don't have to stay on this for too long but i yeah. want to get to rin after rin goes through her first year she declares lore she gets through she beats the fuck <laughs> out of nezka yeah. Oh, also, we should clarify real quickly uh, that um, getting into the, like what happens with the school is that you get into the school, cool, but then you have to um, get a bid from one of the masters of the school who are all yeah. teaching different categories. Um, I think it just says like you know majors essentially, and then like but you have to get a professor to like vouch for you and say I want this person in my program, and yeah. if you don't get any kind of um, um, uh, uh, Bid. Yes, thank you. Apprenticeship. I yeah, I don't know why I was blanking on that. Um, then, then you have to just leave. Like you, 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 I don't know if it's disgrace exactly, aside from the fact that like you know you didn't make it. I'm but, sure like, it's disgrace. I, 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 I don't know if it's organized disgrace as much as it is like obvious disgrace. Anyways, um, this isn't going to mean anything to you, Andy, and uh, I understand that. But whenever I hear the word disgraced and or like being kicked out of something, I always think of Lion King too. <laughs> Now, now, I, now, I've now I've seen the second Aladdin movie, so I'm not going to make fun of you too much here or anything like you that. You have, yeah. I love. Oh wait, which one? The live action one or like no, Aladdin no, two? No, like Aladdin, like the Return of Jafar or something like that. I honestly forget what it's called. Oh, don't act like you didn't know that that was the name. I'm honestly looking it up because I'm I'm, I'm not I wasn't positive. It's definitely that would Return be. of Jafar. Is it Return of Jafar? Okay, then, yeah, I'm then, pretty sure. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. You oh wow. What did you watch that though? Like when you were like two? 
All right, all right. I mean, no, I wasn't. No, I, I. Okay, I didn't mean this to be like a shitty ageist thing. It was <laughs> no, mostly no. like you never watch movies. <laughs> fair, fair point. I, uh, I apparently it was released in '94, so I probably was uh, like 11 or 12 still on that. On that. See, uh, I was being or, nice, actually. <laughs> original so fuck you. Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> I was on. A, I was on an original Aladdin high and decided that I was gonna, just gonna keep going with that. I but. was. I was one. Um. Anyway. Yes. Uh. Uh. And in Lion King two, there is a point where Kovu, who is Scar's son, um, it meets um. Claudius' son. Gotcha. No, meets Nala and Simba's daughter, and her name is. I can't fucking remember. Anyway. Mm. She falls in love with Kovu. Kovu comes in, and then Simba realizes that he's trying to like figure some shit out. But Kovu's like, no, I really love your daughter. And then he gets kicked out of Pride Rock, and all of the wildlife sings this like um, song about him leaving about, in disgrace. About disgrace, yes, <laughs> disgrace <laughs> for shame. That's a Lion King 2-ass song right there. What if that was what was playing as Cersei was walking through the streets of King's Landing? Oh, my God. With a bell kind of properly tolling in the background as well. Honestly, that would have fucking slapped. You should look up, after we're done recording, I'm going to remind you to look up that song and listen to it because it really, it fucking hammers it home. Someone should anyway. If we have any, if we have any fans that feel like editing those two things together, by all means, do so because I would love that oh so much. Oh my god, <laughs> so much. It's just, and then it's like the whole scene of Kovu running out of the like out of the Pride Lands mm-hmm. into the the Shadow World, Jesus. which the Shadow World goes very nicely back into the Poppy Wars. Here we go. So, <laughs> um, so basically at the, like after her first year, I think as you were trying to, starting to get to, she pledges lore, which is like this like defunct mm. uh, joke of a major because... Oh, the, I would have done that 100%. Right. That would have been my fucking major. Because yeah, I'm different. Because <laughs> you were the alt kid, yeah. Because I'm different. I'm just like into poetry. <laughs> Which 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 would have helped her here at least. Yeah, it might, might have been, might have impressed. But not Jiang, the history the professor. aspect. Well, that that I can fuck with. So that's why that's how I would have been up there in the first place. Um, I this was basically where you get her into like getting into like the metaphysical aspects of this weird I'm, fucking thing. What what? I'm imagining you and me at in the same school. class. <laughs> I'm imagining you and me being like. So, like, you're doing lore, too, right? You're like, we don't have to fight, right? Like, we don't, <laughs> like what do we have to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just, we got to learn about gods and shit. And you're like, okay. We got to fight, though, right? No, we got to get high. It's going to be great. This sounds, this, this sounds like the proper path, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like the way to go. Um but she like that basically that she she so as you as you said she beats this um this pr- prodigious uh, young fighter uh, Nezka and um she wins this tournament which basically guarantees her a spot like in in the school and she uses that spot to, to pledge to lore which is this you know defunct as i said like weird major that no one goes to it hardly ever has any students it's because the professor is young is this eccentric that like basically seems useless to everyone around but it, you know is he he's hiding some kind of secret here and yes. he is because he's a master of shamanism, which is basically communing with the gods um, uh, in, the, in the in the big pantheon of it was like sixty four, correct? Um, in, yeah. In, in, in 
I, want, I always I keep, I keep 64 pedestals. Yeah. So I keep, I keep always constantly summing this. It's the, five it's, away it's from the, being funny. It's the, nice. It, it's the Nakara empire is the, is the actual name of this. Um, I keep I, in my, in my head, I keep just automatically substituting in China. So the Nakara empire, um, and their mythology has, has gods and, uh, shamanism is an aspect of this that is not well known to the, in the current day because they're all about modernism and militarism and they're like shunning the old ways. And this is a story that is also kind of tropey, but you know, works. And she learns from him in a very long roundabout frustrating way, how all of this stuff actually works and you know mm-hmm. um, what the gods are and what they're capable of and you know, the bargains they, they can make with humans um, and the way they use them and, and all the, all these, you know, I would say interesting things. Did, did you feel that way? Did you feel like the, this section of the book like worked for you? Because I, as I was saying before we started the pot recording, like whenever you add in a level of like a magical system or like a mythical system to fantasy, then it can kind of go off the rails or at least has the risk of going off the rails. Like, did you feel that was what happened here? Or I, you okay? I didn't. I actually really liked it. And I think it was because I liked how the gods weren't, the gods were very, um, like, using humankind. They yeah. were very cold. They were very, it wasn't, they weren't necessarily, like, in it for any benefit other than, it just, it was very, like, Greek mythology to me. It was very much like these gods were introduced in a way that was cold and that was, like, they were in it for themselves. They don't really have what. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would use Greek mythology there, just because like Greek, Greek gods are like prideful and vain, and like they have a lot of human characteristics. I would say, um, and so true, but they're not. But I mean that like their interactions with humankind isn't for humankind's benefit. For oh, most yeah, of the time. oh yeah, oh yeah, they they treat them like ants essentially. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm okay, saying. Like, I, okay, okay, that I understand. Yeah, yeah, that that was my connection with this. Is that like gotcha. the, it? It's there's no. It's I, I liked it because it didn't feel like a god was coming down and being like, I'm going to give you this power, like kind of a thing. Yeah, it's not like supportive or nurturing or like side taking even. It's it, yeah, yeah I, that's fair. Yeah, that's how I and I also I also love this type of book, though. Like, I love this type of storyline. Mm-hmm. I do like fantastical god's magic kind of aspect to it and i would actually prefer it come from something like this than like a witch and or warlock like i like the lore behind it i like the story of how these powers came to be and i also really like the idea that us as humans are just vessels Mm-hmm. for it and that it's not necess- it's not a positive thing to be able to hold these characteristics yeah fair fair i i i i'm a little bit in between on that i kind of like some books that are that, that are um i don't know if unexplained is the right way to say it. I, I i don't know I, I don't need to have everything like spelled out i kind of like um and this gets back into this idea of like magical systems as well i kind of like when things are not like magical con- systems is a is like definitely a very queer systems of a down cover band. <laughs> See, I would I would have thought like um, a a band's like first attempt into like prog rock or something like that. Like that's the name of their album. 
like Ooh, that's also a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> I, of course you do. Of course I do like I like mine. But yes, I'm, I'm, I'm same same page as far as this goes. Um, Sorry, go on though. I, I I I don't. I guess my point is I don't mind a little bit of like uncertainty in this kind of stuff. Like I don't like I I I've liked uh, books that have magic systems like very very specifically spelled out. A Mistborn being a big one of them by Brandon Sanderson. Um. I also dig when when like magic is just a thing that happens, and as long as it isn't using some kind of like Deus Ex Machina kind of way to like solve plot holes, then I I, I kind of like an unexplained nature of it because it may be, there's more wonder and 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 mystery to a world because not everything is explained usually in, in life. You need to kind of muddle but through it. I would argue that this is kind of unexplained because the way of reaching the gods is through hallucinogenics. Yeah, they're they're well, but but it's still giving you a path and a ve- and a vehicle by which to go down it, uh, even if that path is fucking poppy seeds. <laughs> yeah, or that, that that's, vehicle that's is poppy I'm, seeds. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like like how un like unrealistic, like un. What is it called when you can't believe someone? Unbelievable. Un, um no 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 no, no. <laughs> an unreliable. Oh okay. Like unreliable depiction of like how to reach this higher version yeah. of yourself like that kind of a thing yeah this is this isn't very like this isn't incredibly spelled out don't get me wrong like, like this isn't like this is how you access but don't blah, blah, blah. Sh- mm. spelled yeah, out yeah 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 fine drink drink for your dad dro- joke no you made it no i didn't but you, you said it you recognize that i was merely talking and didn't realize my own brilliance you see so <laughs> so who gets rewarded i'll drink uh, i'll drink too <laughs> So basically, but basically, like yeah, this is this is the part of the story that's about like her kind of finding like, and 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 Rin is an impatient impatient character. Um, she uh, uh, impatient and also just like power hungry because she even that if annoys she annoys me so much. Huh? It annoys me so much. Her how or her? She is. Yeah, I, I and, and like I mean, and, it's basically yeah. It's and basically. and so this is where we start getting into the aspects of what I was talking about before, where it's like that the author is doing something that I think she is executing fine, but I don't personally like enjoy going down the same path um this is because we get we get the story and, and a lot of YA stories of course have this kind of thing where you have a character that is super impatient to get to a goal and in order to get to a goal they or the goal maybe they go through they, they try to shortcut it and they try and they try to jump ahead like oh they get over their skis and something bad happens to them because of it um every you know we're talking about like, like greek mythology stories back to like icarus and shit like that but like yeah. this like so this isn't like you know reinventing the wheel but this kind of thing doesn't. I don't love it. Like, I, it, it, it is. A, it is a trope. It is a thing that like I kind of have trouble getting into, and I have trouble getting into it because you already, you always know that it's going to come out the other side somehow. And the question is basically just, you know, when does it happen? Like, when when does the character yeah. learn their lesson and become a little bit like temp- tempered and a little bit more reasonable? My one of my things that I'm kind of over a little bit when it comes to YA tropes is it, a, a similar one to you. Um, but it's more so of like what then needs to happen in order for them to either one be so strong mm-hmm. that they can be both the most powerful and the most wise yeah, yeah. or two, like what is going to happen to then like, I feel like there's two options. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be most powerful and most wise, or it's going to be giving up your power to 
because you're wise. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's that type of thing, and it seems very black and white to me, as opposed to being able to call upon the gods in a successful way and do it that, but then also know when not to like have so, that nuance into it. So this, so that's kind of the, that's kind of the issue I had with where this ends up going. And part of this is what I was talking about before with, I felt like the author was pushing a plot line as opposed to kind of naturally leading you down it because eventually Rin falls out with Jiang. Uh, because she is uh, frustrated about yeah. the lack of like pure power she's able to she's able to attain. Because uh, Young is trying to warn her that like these are forces that you don't want to interfere with, or at least not in the way that you're trying to. And like this this down this path leads woe essentially, and things like that. And she, after as war is declared uh, between the uh, the Mugen or Mujin Empire, which is Japan, um, mm. she. Uh, or sorry, the Federation. Um, uh, she gets drafted into uh, this unit. This is basically like the misfit unit. The uh, it, it's it, uh, psych. I the believe the bizarre children. The, yes, so uh, C I K E. Uh, yeah. And um, no, they yes, they are the, uh, uh, the 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 counterinsurgents or the um, like the, the the spies and assassins and things like this. But now they're, they're they, spy they, assassins. Spassins. No, Spice Assassin sounds way better than Spassins. I think you're right, too. Fuck. All right, whatever. Um, yes. And they are kind of like, in this weird, in this war, they're not being used in that same way because they uh, because they are um, fighting kind of like normal soldiers. And so she's like, she, she's very invested in trying to gain power for the sake of like, doing this and she and she falls back in with a guy we didn't mention whose name is alton like tresgen or something like that uh yeah. um, who is uh the only like you know a surviving member of of his of his race and also a Scary. uh yeah and, and also an incredibly incredibly powerful martial artist and fighter who is like at most can we agree 20 yes and he is the head of this unit well, he wasn't supposed to be the head of this unit, though. But he's the head of this unit. But there's also no one else. But he's the head. He he, he okay, is but that probably doesn't, that doesn't he's, trip me up that much, though. That absolutely does for me. I'm sorry. But I, this is something that happens in YA or YA adjacent types type stuff, where like the most important people in the world are 15 to 20 year olds or something like that. And well, yeah, but like that's the whole fucking point of like uh, then then that's like a thing of uh, YA that you're just not gonna like because like what are you supposed to, like what is an author supposed to do? But it makes sense in things like say the Hunger Games because those are, because, like like the the role of those uh, kids is to fight in these games and be the and be the main characters and the, and the stars like that makes a level of sense. This is a military unit that's being run by a again like nineteen to twenty year old uh, who who. who his, yes, yes. The commander of the unit dies, uh, or is you know betrayed actually, um, and 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 um, you know falls, uh, and then responsibility has to pass on to someone else. And so technically, you are absolutely correct. It, it passes on to him because he is the most powerful martial artist, perhaps in the world. They've mentioned at, at the very least in his own country, etc., etc. Et However, like this is a choice the author is making because like, this isn't like some kind of like set in stone thing that actually happened in the world. This is a choice the author decided but, to make. And that, and that s- kind of gets a little annoying to me. But I will, but I will say that when it, when it comes to this, it's, there's not that many like other bizarre children. Like it's, they're not going to bring in because someone. Because the author didn't make any other bizarre well, children. Because, the novel. 
because the Spearies were considered to be like the most bizarre or the most like whatever. The How most bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> most bizarre. Yeah. But Griffin and River Baby, what are you drinking so I can get on to yelling at you? Uh, oh, you, you didn't think I timed this for a very particular reason? <laughs> um, I'm drinking a Johnny Juice from Winter Hill Brewing Company because I'm going back to the old standards today. I, I, I got really Yay. lazy in my beer selection. That's nice to Winter Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a really good beer, though. Drink it. Yeah. Uh, I But the Spirits were all Listen. fucking killed. Uh. Like, there's, I don't think there's that many... I know. Like, I get that you're upset that he ends up that he ends up being 20 or whatever. I'm merely saying that it is, that it is fairly unreal. This is, I want to be, I also want to do, we want to be clear. This isn't a big sticking point for me. This is something I was just kind of mentioned in passing. And then we started arguing, arguing about it, but like, <laughs> this isn't a big deal to me. It's just something that I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess, because like, I'm sorry. If you have, if you have a, essentially like the, the, the fantasy, like why version of like the CIA in this country, like you don't turn it over to a 19 year old yeah. or a 20 year old or even a 25 year old or something like that. Like it, it you it's, know it's what would have be, been cool. What's that? If John ended up having to head up, the, so that, that I, I think I think that I think that would be interesting. I think that's not where the, where this particular story was going to go, but I think that's an interesting way to take it. Like I, I and and so this is what I'm this is kind of what I'm getting to because uh, Rin is so Rin needs power and she also needs affirmation because that's how she got through through school it's her to love a language. degree. Mm-hmm. And 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 no shade on that. Like I, I uh, if the background and everything, it totally it totally makes sense. And it's like a very reasonable thing for a child or anyone to want to want to attach mm-hmm. to themselves to. Yeah, because ultimately she is a child still. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and, I mean, and how old is she? How old do you think? How old do you think she is? Uh, again, she uh, they oh uh, her training. I mean, she didn't graduate because the uh, time of the school got got yeah the war cut the time of the school short. She's she's let's say sixteen to nineteen somewhere in there. Um, I'm gonna go with 19 just so it's not. I'm gonna go with 19. We, just so it's not weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think something like that is is accurate, and, and and that is totally fair to feel this way. Like these, these are emotions and things that like you know make sense. Um, but like, it's just not the most enjoyable for me, at least, to to walk, walk this path because, and and the reason why I don't believe it as much because, and I feel like it's being pushed as opposed to naturally progressing is that. Jiang had power, and she saw that he had power. Like not yeah. just not just like this is a mystical guy who kind of knows stuff and he's warning me against things and he, and he wants and he, and he doesn't want me to actually do this because he's too much of a you know babysitter or something like that. When the school was invaded, when the school was attacked, he stood up again and not and not just like stop things, but like. Killed the person who was uh, not, um, he, mm. he he allowed her to survive so that she eventually like end up have, tapping into the, the god that she was that, that that she has been having an affinity for and so yeah she saw that he had like legit power and personally even if I'm even though I'm looking at from also, the, I was gonna say and also like it seems like and we, you find this out kind of later but it seems like he has power of multiple gods yes and and, and like but and also the way that which like. I personally like I, I'm 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 saying this now in someone in my, as someone in my late thirties, but I think even if I was like high school age, if I was looking at a guy who was like seemingly eccentric and weird, and then all of a sudden like you know I'm taking combat courses from him and he's teaching me how to be like you know the the best martial artist at this school, 
and then later and then later he 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 shows like actual legit mystical power and like and like you know pure force and energy and everything like that i, I wouldn't be dismiss as dismissive of him as she is of him I think that's really hard to say, though, because it wasn't like he was teaching, like, he wasn't doing traditional teachings for her. So she felt a lot of the times that she was being held back, and his teaching style was very different than, like, the traditional teaching style that she had been used to, and he also didn't explain anything. So I can also picture someone being, like, 16 and getting really frustrated with that, and then when they do show their power, she's like, well, you fucked me over. Like, you're not teaching me anything. Like, you're not teaching me that. And, but that comes from the idea of what education looks like and the idea of what, like, other people are doing to learn versus what you're being taught to learn. And so I think that there is that aspect of, like, you're seeing your teacher do fucking insane things, but he's telling you, no, don't interact with the gods. And then you're seeing him interact with the gods, and you're like, but, like, uh, what are you teaching me then? All right, fair, but but but, but she doesn't reject him as, um, she doesn't reject him primarily as someone who is powerful, but not refusing, but refusing to teach her. She rejects him as like weak. Like, like that's I, or, like that's a, I, I'm pretty sure that's a word she uses at, at, at points along Before the way. Before she sees his like big, big dick energy flowing <laughs> behind him. Wait, before he goes, after that, before he goes super after dick that, she, But I also think that she connects power with action. Brute force and action, yes, I agree. Yes, and he connects power with understanding. And so there's an obvious miscommunication there. And it's just, so she, and also she's fucking 16. She's going to see anyone as being weak who isn't like constantly fighting, who isn't, constantly doing this shit i i i agree and i disagree i i think i think that this is i think this is a very good like rationalization for what's going on and i think that um it is very fair to say that a you know 16 to 19 year old would would be rash and impetuous and like want 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 and make sure they had everything like right right away and altan's like militaristic style of like this is how you access powers this is how you get to this um is, is well modern traditional though um yes yeah yeah but uh like that 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 would make sense and appeal to her i do i do understand that it's a tangible lesson it is like and and i know we had kind of talked touched about this on pre like when we were like before we recorded um but that just I say think, pre-pro, you coward. I know. <laughs> uh, but I think that Rin needed something very tangible. She needed like yeah. a physical person who was going to walk her through lessons on how to do things. But then she's not... Obviously, she wasn't successful in that. Like, she she couldn't access her power through those types of lessons. Part of which, though, to be fair, was because she always had Jung's warning in the back of her head about, like, like this, and the like, woman, and, and, and the bird woman. You're absolutely right. Um, like in the back of her head, like, uh, like don't freely give into this because it's going to cause it's going to be terrible. And lo, lo and behold. Uh, so like, why don't why don't we kind of get toward, toward towards that part? Because after she gets into no. the units, <laughs> they they're fight they're fighting this they're fighting in this like guerrilla war in a coastal city. Um, and and it's a slog and it's it's, it's incredibly rough. But they, and then they realize that they're being like tricked. And that, and that this has all yeah. been a decoy, and that some, another city is, is is the target. Um, and they go there, and it is a 
unthinkable horrific massacre like it, it, it's not it's not just like oh the city was destroyed and, and, and sacked or something like that which is i don't say just like that is bad and tragic and awful like yeah. in traditional warfare regardless um this is levels this is this this is this this is the rip of ninjing like the, like honestly like the the the, the baby uh, the baby they, when they dug hole when they dug holes and like put men and women mm-hmm. in the holes and then set dogs upon yep. them um babies being used as like spear practice essentially um uh, uh the... actual uh, uh, and sorry i, I would probably should have something like this like trigger warnings and etc uh, uh those, yeah those also stuff. extreme trigger warning yeah apologies um, for that for um uh, rape and or like sexual violence for venka yeah that scene yeah. was fucking horrific yep absolutely and like, I, and from a and guttural felt, place as well. Yes. Yeah. It also just felt it it revved up so fast. I kind of felt like we reached the war like upon the school and it was just like yeah. it just kept it, on going. Podcasting is a visual medium, but what Danny is doing there is putting her hand and doing like a like a plain takeoff motion there where it's just going up and up and up because because it, it did it, it, it's it's brutality it's utter utter brutality and um this is something that i don't know if it's the scope of it that makes it like hit home or if it's kwang's um handling of it but like th- this does feel like it's not just like and again i don't want to use the hunger games in a negative way because i think it generally like is a, yeah. again we have our arguments about the ending of it and everything like that but in general i think it is like a well-structured story but the brutality is a little bit like par for the course as far as that goes, or it becomes embedded in the story and your expectations. This yeah. defies your expectations. Um, and, 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 and it, yeah. it's ingrained in the way that, uh, the author is telling the story in a, uh, in a way that like Collins and the hunger games doesn't quite get to. Um, and, and, and to be fair, I don't think it yeah. to either, but I also think that the hunger games was meant for a slightly younger audience. Like, yes. hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that this book could be considered YA, but I also think it could very easily be considered not. Yeah, I agree. This is, this is definitely uh, like the, uh, on the, uh, on the border of, uh, of like traditional fantasy and, yeah. and YA fantasy for sure. I think that, uh, an, a, historical battle slash like trope that this book really deals with a lot is the idea of aggress aggression versus aggression mm. or like aggression versus like pacifism or aggression versus like peace yes. and like what is the way to do that and that's kind of like what it comes down how to. do you balance these things like also just like revenge and where, and where do you draw the line before everything is just destruction and, and nothing is uh, nothing if, is ever, ever saved or solved if you're doing everything for revenge is there even a line to be drawn yeah. like if is there is there even room for a line in revenge yeah. Because because and it seems like no because after that yeah because after this massacre basically everyone is just like we want to destroy them. We want to. We want like like we, like we want vengeance for what was done done to to uh, to our city, to our people. And yeah, this is where you get into. Well, this is where the metaphysical aspect and the war aspect combine. And this is where it's pretty clearly heading to catastrophe. Like if even yes. if you don't even if you don't have the historical background for it, um, <clears throat> when you have the when you have what's happened before, when you have the warnings about taking power from the gods and you know, blah, 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 and then you have like 
the immediate and intense desire for like, a response to these horrific actions, like this is where the story was going to go. It makes me so mad that that Rin and I'll drink for this. <laughs> it just the last like seventy five pages of this book super reminded me of Daenerys' storyline <laughs> in the show. In the show, yes. In the show, where like. You watch this amazing character arc and choices being made and things happening. And then, like, it just seems like there is a switch for utter destruction. Yeah. And I thought that when they went to the cave, the mountain, that the... So, basically, there's this mountain uh, for... Uh, the bizarre children who have interacted with the gods a little too much and the gods have kind of like started to take over. So they start to lose their human sanity. And instead of letting them run free, they capture these beings and they put them underneath a mountain and basically encapsulate them in like stone. And And the, and the reason for that real quick is because uh, according to the lore of of this book, um, you can't just kill someone when this happens. Like they, 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 they're now like, uh, if not immortal in a sense. Yeah. If not out and out and immortal, at least immortal to human means. So, and, and it's, it's, even if you were to chop them all up, their pieces would come back to like, they would like find each other. And like, they're still chaos. It would still like just breed chaos. The, The power of the God or the God itself is animating the person at that point. And therefore you cannot just like, all right, well, they've served their purpose. We'll get rid of them or something like that. Yes. And so they go down, go into this mountain, Altan and Rin, um, because they want to um, because Altan's wake up go- the gatekeeper. Because well, Altan wants to, wants to wake up everyone. He wants to basically well, let, yes. let, let these prisoners loose on Earth and uh, destroy the Federation, the, Mug- the Mugen Mugen Federation, and, and get vengeance for what's happened to uh, you know their country and... And also, in all, from Alton's perspective, to him as a person over this entire life, um, yeah. and and this is this is where were you thinking it was going to kind of be like this is where she was going to see where Rune might see the yes. horror of things and kind of back off that precipice a little bit. Well, because she almost did, yeah. And then and it it just it seemed like it was really going that way, and then when. Zhang ended up being the gatekeeper, which fucking noted that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which I didn't think was like a bad thing that you could tell that that was what's happening. No, no, that yeah, that wasn't that yeah, that that wasn't like no. that wasn't super awesome on our parts or bad by the author. That was just like no, yeah, I think it was gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So when Zhang ended up being the gatekeeper and he reanimated and started talking and was like, "Don't fucking like, don't <laughs> fucking do this," and she was like, "It's." it's done or whatever. And he was like, well, then I'm like, then it's done. And just kind of like closed himself off. Mm. I was like, no. And then she was really upset. She was like, no. Yeah. I thought that that was going to be a moment where she realized. Yeah. What was happening. No, she doubled down instead. Triple. She fucking fell down. Because the, the the book basically ends with Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh, yeah. on on an even larger scale. I guess we don't know. That, I guess we don't know for sure. Uh, I guess we I, I guess we don't know if if 
the we, she lets loose the power of the phoenix which is the uh, the, the 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 spear god of just destruction um and uh well sorry it's a fire it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a god as part of the pantheon but it's the one god that the spear people who apparently she is um i don't think she is i don't think so either but she was like she's a war orphan and so they don't know her parentage so they believe she might also be like related to to, to this race of people which is an island right off the coast is what is she's is what, definitely not i also agree that she's definitely not but that is at least the that's what that's where that's why it's going this direction now yeah. at this point in the story at least and so she decides that she wants vengeance for what has happened and she allows the god to use her or she basically makes a deal like i will i i, I will I will give you blood, and if 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 you give me destruction, blood. and then there's you know atomic bomb type plumes of smoke coming from the from the island that you can see from the mainland China um, or Nicara in this case, um, and it is just a really fucking rough way to end this because it's like it, it, I'm wondering where the story goes from here. I know that, I know that it can go somewhere else. Obviously, there are going to be levels to this, but like. How, how do you make me care about a character that's that's committed genocide is the whole thing like i i just don't i i'm i'm having a hard time thinking about how i'm going to care about rin going forward to be honest but see i wouldn't mind i think it would be an interesting storyline if she ended up being the bad fucking guy. drink oh no <laughs> Yeah, take that. I don't think that's wrong. I don't, but I don't know that's what she's going to do. I don't know if that's what the author's going to do with the story. I don't think that's. What I, th- she's I think it, do. I think it's going to be some kind of. Uh, I don't think redemptive arc is the right way to say it. I, I think it's more. Uh, I think it's more going to be kind of like locating this in the larger like plot of the Empress and everything like that. And we're going to have a larger presence of the gods in the story going forward because we've gotten the 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 coming of age part of it and the the the, the school part of it and the build to this dramatic moment out of the way. So I want, I, so I think that there's now a new level that we're going to get to on which all the, all these things are going to happen. It's just that I'm not sure that I'm going to care about this character enough to really care about this, that part of the story. You know what I think is going to, okay. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think Nezha's dead? Oh, absolutely not. Not, no. not even, not even fucking close. Not, not even a question. I think that, Ooh, let's do some fucking oh, predictions. Yeah, predictions. All right. All right. Um, also, uh, we have not prepared this at all. There are times, of course, when we discuss things a little bit ahead of time. Then it's like, oh, let's get into this, and, and, and like you know, yeah. like we 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 have not talked about this in the least. So this is actually okay. like straight off the straight off the dome. Um, go. Well, we both agree that Nez has live. Nez has Hundred percent. Not even close. Yeah. Also, like this isn't a prediction necessarily because I think it's just fact. Like Nezha is. Um, a shaman. A shaman. Yeah. Um, also, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that Nezha and I think Nezha and Rin end up in some capacity together, Agreed. whether or not that be whether or not that be related and or in a loving companionship. Yes, especially because Altan. I, mean, I think all. I think all signs. I I know that. Um, uh shit how do you pronounce his name the mystic uh the seer for the for the psych shigan he he mentioned something along the lines of like he he thought uh, he'd be able to feel his passing because that is like because he's the seer for the group so there's mm. at least like a little bit of a shade that maybe altan is not like dead dead um but i think altan's, I think altan's lost in the 
in between world. I think I think that would be fair. Yes, I, I, that that would be a a reasonable way for him to be gone, but not gone at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I, so so because of that, I do think that yes, Nezha and um, Rin having a relationship, be it romantic or simply symbiotic or something like that, is in the cards. Yes. Yeah. I th- okay. So their relationship. Um, this house alive, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make the claim that uh, the Empress, uh, who has betrayed her own empire apparently, and all these things, I, there has to be. I, I believe there's some kind of there's gonna be some kind of like ancient evil type storyline that, that 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 she is. Uh... I feel like that's too broad to say as like one of your predictions, though, because like <sighs> yeah, no fucking shit. Like but, she's an old Empress. But I, but, I, but I mean that I, I I mean something that like the people that, that that is gonna be a brand new like revelation to even people who think they know the structure, like something from way back, and and and. and that that is going to be geared pr- totally towards destruction of world, cleansing it of like mortals, say, for, so that it can now become a, a, a play place of the gods again, or something like so that. So you think that she's going that she's the ultimate bad guy? I don't even know if she's. I don't know if she will be the ultimate bad guy, but she at least is like a vehicle for it. Yes. Um, and that something, some kind of force, wants the destruction of this of 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 that world of this world. Okay. And that okay. and that's gonna be where we're ramping up to when we go bigger and, and bigger and bigger with this. Okay. So Empress is yeah. bad, bad guy number one at least for like small scale kind of things. I, I do also want to make like a, a a very quick like comment about this. Like, um, one thing that I don't love about I don't know if modern is the right way to say it exactly, but like um, I'm just going to use it anyways, at least for now. Modern like like fantasy and like like comic book storytelling as well is that everything has to be the highest stakes possible. Everything mm. like and you, you see this with, with with the Marvel universe, and I'm not knocking this because it is a it is a type of storytelling that you can do. The problem is that it seems to be the only type of storytelling that a lot of people know how to do, which is that things only matter if everything is at risk everything destruction of a world a planet a universe a whatever like the mcu built all the way up to thanos and the infinity war like that was that makes sense that's that that's a natural progression of like super comic booky type stuff and i I promise i think it, it kind of like i think that there are too many lessons taken from that that you can't have drama unless there are stakes and high 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 stakes as well and i'm not super looking forward to where this goes with uh, because of that it can be handled well i think she's handled some things in this story very well and she might progress as well as as she becomes a like more um seasoned author as well yeah i keep saying well sorry but yeah my only comment to that would be even if it was on small scale, so let's say it was kind of like kept to a village, everything would still be large scale, you know? Like, it just depends on the story. It just depends on the area in which the story is taking place and how small that bubble is. I, I mean, if the argument here is that, like, whatever the bubble is, the highest stakes for that bubble is high stakes, like, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, like, that's so it. would you want it to be like, sorry, so would you want it to, when you say like the highest stakes, would you want like a story that would be just like, a, if we're going to stay with YA for right now, like a mm. coming of age story of like, 
stealing beer from like the gas station and like no, that, no, no, like those kind no, of you, stakes. You, you can have you can have life and you can have life and death stories and everything like that. I, I'm what I'm saying is that like what it seems like this story is building to is something where like the entire world is going to be at risk. Mm. And I'm and I'm and again I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all times. I'm not I'm not even saying it's going to be a bad thing in this story. I'm just seeing saying that there is a little bit of a crutch with like the modern wave of like I don't know uh, I don't know how to say it, like 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 fantasy or um, again comic books sci fi that, that that kind of stuff like let's let's, let's say like genre fiction for lack of a better term mm. um, that that stakes are the things that makes drama not interpersonal relationships not um you know like like not consequences of actions not um just natural progression of storylines but like it has to be for an all or nothing type thing i think the story yeah. seems like it's building towards like the world is going to be destroyed or you know or like you know, humanity is going to be destroyed unless x y and z happens and our heroes save it my last prediction that yes. i want to ask like that we should make who dies in the next book uh probably kate uh k-i-t-a-y i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but oh i think he makes you do the whole thing yeah see that's the uh, that, that that admittedly is the other part of the story is for me it's like he's either going to be um a sacrificial point to be made in the next one or he's there till the very end i so i think that Either, and I'll drink for either of these if this happens, okay. or if it doesn't happen. I think either Zhang and or Shagan die next book. Oh, Zhang could be, could vary. Zhang's probably the best call for this, yeah. Yeah, uh, because he Because he's like the transition point between like all, generations for one thing, and also mm -hmm. like, like, like how else are you going to hammer the seriousness of this home yeah. if you don't? I mean, and, also, and also, how do you theoretically write Rin's path to something else? Without yeah. the death of a former master, yeah. That's Obviously, we are trying to find the triangle of the three main characters that are about, like, the origin story of all this. We're trying to find the red dragon. We're trying to find the gatekeeper. We're trying to find the the, the viperous the oh, yeah, yeah, gatekeeper, yeah, 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 yeah. and then the red dragon or whatever. So that's probably going to be Nezha. Yes, Nezha. and... I don't think it's going to be Kate. You don't think Kate can fill that role? Uh, no, like, you don't I, think he goes no. mystical? No, I don't think he goes mystical at all. I think that Nezha actually ends up being the gatekeeper. Oh, so you're twisting it so he's not going to become the Red Emperor instead. I think that Nezha is going to, like, through this, he's going to have a lot of wisdom. He is going to be the gatekeeper. I think that there's going to be, like, a redefinition of what the Red Dragon is, and I mm -hmm. think that is going to be um, Rin. And I yeah. don't think we know who... The Viperus is going to be. I think that's I, I think that's interesting, and I think that's fair because, for however critical that I may be, may be being of this at times, I do think that the author has. She's not simply following tropes. She is messing no. with them a little bit. She's she is kind of trying to like to uh, misdirect and you know, and make you think that something else is happening and kind of upending some of them as well. So I I. I, I, I I think that's like, there's something about the middle to or like the middle third of the book. I was I, I was kind of like, you know what? I think she's done a good job with this book so far. I have to stop being pessimistic about that and kind of trust her to kind of get to where we want to go, yeah. uh, because she's shown the aptitude for it. The ending of it, I wasn't super on board with. At the same time, like she was like uh, that was that was her choice of where to go. And just because I didn't want to go to that place, does not mean that she wasn't doing a good job of like moving it Getting along it and taking yeah.
Yeah. I, I will say, I think that um, a lot of YA first novels don't end as successfully as their next the next two. I or also like the next ones. And and this is and this is her first novel. And, and and I think that it really is something to be said for someone like kind of finding their way and figuring out how to do things as they as they start off in their profession. And and, and that's not like that's not meant to be shaped. This is her first novel ever. Yeah, this, this is, is fucking good. Yeah, this is her debut novel. Like this is like, this is not meant to be shade to, towards her or saying or, or trying to like damn her with faint praise or anything like that. Like if, if you're able to put together something like and have some bones there and, and, and like and like let's put it this way like when we were reading Shadow and Bone, we read that first book and I was like, nope, like this is gonna be there, there, like nothing is gonna happen with this, and I'm 100 percent right in that. And then th- this book, I, I there, there's things I see here that I'm like, I could very easily see her like taking the second book taking what she learned from the first or taking what she learned from the first book the process the reception everything like that and then like really kind of doing something with the second and third books so. i also i also feel like when it comes to trilogies your f- first book i'm saying this from like a very limited perspective of my own mm. but your first book you kind of have like you know where you want your characters to go yeah yeah, like, yeah you have to use your first book as like extremely plotting and then your second book like you can be surprised by your characters yes, as you're writing yes, it yes, like yes. You, you have you leave a little bit more room for that but you needed to like have a setup for where yeah. you wanted your characters to go and then you have your second book and then you have your final books so you have an idea of how you like maybe where you want that transition to go uh, my last uh, question I have to ask about predictions of this whole thing. Do you think uh, uh, Kasegi, uh, her uh, half-brother, ever comes back into play? Oh. No. Because they're not even half-brothers. They're just step. They're step. All right, fine, step. I don't care. You, uh, are you, you're, just saying, you're just saying no whatsoever? I'm... I don't think that they're... I think that the only reason why he would come back into play is if her village is being... Like rated. All right, so 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 I'm gonna say that he does come back into play, not merely for a plot point. Does that oh, make, does that, does really? that make sense? I'm not saying a big role. I'm not saying like he's gonna. I'm not saying he's gonna be one of the main characters or anything like that. I think that I think that either he or her relationship with him ends up mattering in the next book, or 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 the the rest of the story. All right, fine. <laughs> 